Hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 237, featuring the original stars of Gamer Girl. That'd be us. I almost threw up. <laughs> what are you talking about? You, you didn't hear about this? <laughs> no. Oh, the shit, the, the, the crappy game. Yeah, the, the, the dumb game. game where you play as a, a Gamer Girl moderator and then possibly kill her? I don't know. <laughs> it's very creepy and weird. Uh, is it out? Did it ever come out? It didn't come out. It was just, I think, the, the announcement trailer. Yeah, and everybody was like, Everyone oh, was like, this is boy, no. wrong. <laughs> oh, God, don't full screen that. Uh, even if you disagreed with... Everybody had a reason to disagree with it, even if there wasn't all the same reason. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's So, yeah, you play as a moderator for a gamer girl, like a Twitch streamer. Yeah. And the... But... So it's an FMV game where you like kind of control what's happening, but yeah. the reason you're controlling it is that you are the Twitch streamer's moderator, which is weird. Yeah, that's and and I and I get the idea. I get why they would do that because they want you to feel like you're in control, but it just puts sets a bad. Yeah, it's a, it's bad. It's bad. I know <laughs> the um the developer said they wanted to do a game about uh toxicity and like that space the twitch space the youtube space and whatnot and i feel like there's I feel like the potential a for a there's a potential for a good game in there it's just very clear that this is not that no yeah you failed miserably yeah who knows maybe it's you know maybe it's a masterpiece <laughs> we'll never know maybe because i'm not maybe. playing that game yeah i'm not playing it either you uh you in the comments can play that game and let us know yeah uh <laughs> anyway hi guys hello uh, uh people in the chat but a special hello to <laughs> card collector a really depressed fish joshua ray matt preston ty hen hector espinoza bruce patrick rockenvale slaruzo and prom dates for being members here on youtube hello anyone and everyone who is here tonight on this episode of wolf den Life. We got a bunch of things to talk about. Yes. First thing that happened was surprise. There was a Nintendo Direct on uh, Monday. Yeah, and just, just what everybody wanted. Everybody was happy about it. It was it was announced like nine hours before it happened. I know. <laughs> like everybody was in bed. It was at midnight. Yeah, they announced it, and I was like, "Oh my god, can't wait!" It, it said ten minutes. It said the the direct was going to be ten. It was a direct mini, a direct mini partner showcase. Yes. It was going to be 10 minutes. However, it was only 10 minutes in Japan, and it was eight minutes here. <laughs> um, you might not have heard. Maybe you didn't hear about it because there was nothing good in it. Yeah. Uh, Shin Megami remember, Tensei. Shin Megami yeah, Tensei, that's, that's a big, big deal. Thing. A big deal that I don't really care too much yeah. about. <laughs> when it got to that part of the direct, I literally just fast forward it, and it was the end. <laughs> <laughs> it was very short. Yeah. Uh. So basically, there's still nothing coming out this year besides Bakugan. Yeah, um, yeah. Basically, I mean, yeah. I'm trying to say something positive about this direct. <laughs> there really was nothing. Like, I, I understand like, why it was short, and I understand yeah, why like, there might not be things happening. I don't begrudge them for the direct, or even the you know the games that they showcase in the direct. Um, I think it's more of a, a statement in general about like, you know, where games are in 2020 due to, you know, world events. Yeah, I think so. they, uh, I, a lot of people are saying that they did this for 
contractual reasons. Like a, a lot of these games might have, there might have been a uh, in the contract. There might be they have to promote the game sometime in July. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, that sounds plausible, but I don't know how true that is. Mm. I just think that maybe they felt bad. Maybe they were like, we had a direct plan, but we're pushing it back, and our games aren't ready, but we still need to showcase all the third-party stuff, so here you go. Have a, have a little direct mini. And it yeah. worked. I mean, let's see how many views this thing has. It's This is the American one. They did one in every country. Yeah, 3 million yeah. views. Yeah, except that like the dislike is like almost 50%. Yeah, it feels right. That's true. It's a Nintendo Direct. They're all like that. Uh, this article is from Nintendad. There you go. Now, this was the best layout I've ever seen of a uh, 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 recap of an announcement like this. Gotta turn notifications off. Uh, so I'm gonna go to Nintendad all the time now. Uh, first thing they say was Cadence of Hyrule DLC. It's getting DLC. Everybody went nuts over this game. It was all right. It was an okay game. <laughs> I did want to play it. I never got a chance to. It's, I mean, it's ba- it it's self-explanatory. It's a freaking right. Zelda game, but it, it feels gotta... it feels like Link to the Past, except you can only move on the beat. Yeah, and uh, I, I I wasn't about that. <laughs> I was like, let me just play the freaking Zelda game. Uh, but they added uh, thirty nine new songs. I'll just read the thing. Uh, the coolest thing is that you can play a Skull Kid. Yes. Uh, three paid DLC packs are coming to Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necro Dancer, featuring The Legend of Zelda. That's quite a name. With the first pack launching today, or Monday. Uh, character pack. In the first pack, five additional characters join the game's ensemble, including Impa. That's the, that's the horse. Yes. Uh, who excels in ranged attacks with the Naginata weapon. And Arya. No, uh, Impa's not the horse. Who's the horse? Epona, Epona is the horse. Who's Impa? Impa is not in the picture, I don't oh, think. Oh, a little old lady. Yeah. Or this. Or, or this badass looking one. Yeah. I played so much Zelda. Yeah, we're Zelda experts. Nobody in the chat correct us. I played so much Zelda. You guys don't you guys you don't know what you're talking about. Impa's the horse. <laughs> who excels in range attacks with the whatever weapon and Arya. Perfect for players who like a challenge. It's game over for if you take one hit or miss a beat with her. So that changes up gameplay significantly if you get hit. Who is Arya now? Can I can I write Zelda, please? I, I've never seen this person before in my life. Anyway... Uh, Melody Pack. This is the second DLC. After purchasing this pack, 39 songs will be added to the game, including remixed versions of the game's background music. Players can change the background music at any time so they can listen to their favorite songs while journeying through Hyrule. Hey, I know Hyrule. I know that word. Yeah. Uh, three p- Pack number three, additional story content. Symphony of the Mask. Play as the mysterious Skull Kid and venture through a new map in the third DLC pack. Complete with new songs and a new story. Skull Kid also possesses the power to change abilities based on the mask he dons. So DLC pack number one was available on Monday. Uh, this is all in euros. No, pounds. Pounds. So, sorry, Americans. <laughs> uh, the second DLC pack will be released on the eShop before the end of October. And uh, there's a season pass, too. Yeah. That's the dog. I thought you could only get... Around. 
I must have misheard it, but I thought you can only get them in the season pass, like the, they did for Breath of the Wild. Uh, no, no, you can you can buy them individually. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm showing everybody the dog eating its bone. Sorry, Will. Sorry, right. I, I I deserve it. Um, anyway, have, um, Honey Nut Cheerios breakfast bar I can eat on stream. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> I can do it on the floor if that'll get. <laughs> Uh, anyway, a retail version of the game that contains the main game with all the three DLCs will be launched in October also. So if you haven't played the game yet, you can wait for that version. I'm sure it'll be cheaper. Yeah. Uh, Will, did you say 2K Battlegrounds? I did not, but I guess we can talk about it. <laughs> Somebody tweeted that this brings, uh, The Rock one step close. No, this brings John Cena one step closer to being in Smash. <laughs> Uh, this game either the rock or John Cena in smash. I'd, I'd be down for this is a bad promo because mm-hmm. you have the people pretending to play video games. Yeah. All four of those people play video games. <laughs> but in fact, uh, Asuka actually used to write for the Japanese Xbox magazine. Oh, really? Yes. However, they're clearly not playing this game. <laughs> Or they're just really, really, really hamming it up. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm not about it. Anyway, yeah. that game looks like a game I'm not going to get. Yeah. I mean, it looks fun-ish. Um, if I was younger, I'd probably get it. But I this is definitely filling space because the main series, WWE 2K, clearly needs a revamp. Um, and they're not doing that this year. So this is just to fill a... This is definitely to fill a contractual obligation. Yes. But, I mean, it's, they're doing it in a, in a clever way, I think. We got Rogue Company next. I I don't know. I think, this, a, I think a bunch of Twitch streamers were, like, uh, streaming this uh, because they were sponsored. Yeah, somebody, <laughs> this isn't a somebody tweeted at me saying they were excited for this. This, this just looks like Fortnite meets Watch Dogs. This trailer that's on Nintendad is not the trailer from the Direct. Right. This is a different trailer. Uh, they had a guy named Glitch or something that looked pretty cool. That's what made it look like uh, Fortnite meets Watch Dogs. Yeah. A stylish new shooter lands on the Switch. Lay Waste. Is it new? Am I wrong about people streaming this? I don't know. I mean, it, it, to be fair to you, it looks like every other Fortnite-type game out there. <laughs> I know. And if everybody says it's, well, I'm thinking of Hyperscape. It's not Hyperscape. I'm not thinking of Hyperscape. Uh, So uh, someone in the chat, Excise says, Rogue Company is awesome. I'm loving it. Can't wait for a proper launch. So so apparently it is out. It's in early access. It came out uh, on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, it came out on Monday. Uh, On, okay, the game is scheduled to release in 2020 on PS4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and Windows. And the Epic, uh, via the Epic Game Store. Okay. With cross-play and cross-progression. That's pretty damn cool. I might have to try this. Yeah. If it's got cross-play and cross-progression. That's pretty cool. High-res studios, they, they've done things. Uh, they're also saying in the chat, it's more like Counter-Strike meets Overwatch. Um, it's not like Fortnite at all. Counter-Strike is- meets Overwatch is is uh that other game everybody's playing yeah what's um, that what's that game valorant part, valorant yeah valorant it's not that the game i'm I didn't, not that the game plays like fortnite visually it, it visually looks like fortnite 
to me. It, to, I saw the gameplay. I didn't get Counter-Strike at all out of it. Yeah. Or, or honestly, I didn't really get uh, Overwatch out of it either. Yeah. Uh, f- this, is mean, made, per- this is made by the people who made Smite and Paladins. <laughs> oh, there you go. So that's why you're getting Fortnite out of it. Yeah. I mean, it could be. And Realm well- Royale. I'm sorry to keep cutting yeah. off. I mean, look, I believe you if you say it, it doesn't play like Fortnite, but it, it certainly does look like Fortnite. At least from the trailer that Nintendo gave us. This is not the trailer that was in the direct. Where's the actual di- direct trailer? Here's a gameplay reveal from a few months ago. This is the this is the one I saw. I think it's a third person game. I believe. Yeah. That's why I'm Which like I- it doesn't remind me of Counter Strike at all. Yeah. And I think that's why I, it reminds me of Fortnite. <laughs> True. I mean, they're moving kind of like Fortnite. Yeah. I mean, now that I know that it's got cross-play, I would like to give this a shot. Yeah. I'd, I'd be down to try it out. Um, so is it free? Let's read the thing. How about that? <laughs> uh, a stylish new shooter lands on the Switch. Lay waste to opponents with an arsenal of weapons and abilities in, the all, in this online multiplayer third-person shooter from... First watch games? Do you mean high res studios? <laughs> was there is there multiple developer oh no, developer first watch games, publisher high res studios. Okay. There you go. We're learning together, guys. Yes. <laughs> um so it's published by the guys who made Smite and Paladins. Uh so I, I guess it would be free because they like free to play games. Clash with other players in competitive and casual game modes or rise to the challenge against AI opponents that surely beat the heat. If players fall in battle, their teammates can revive them, letting them immediately jump back into the fray. Cross-platform play and cross-save are also supported from day one, along with support for motion-controlled aiming. Yay! Rogue (laughs) Company is currently available on the Tesla eShop with Three different founder pack tiers that are available mm. for purchase now. It's one of them things. It sounds yeah. like to get the early access, you got to pay for it. Are you looking it up right now? I am. Yeah, I'm in the eShop now. The first thing that comes up under featured is Rogue Company Standard Founders Pack. It's a bundle. How much are we talking here? 30 bucks. But I'm not. 30? 30 bucks. It oh, sounds like when it comes out, it'll be free to play. Yeah, and it just says estimated release date 2020. Okay. Is, was, they, did they ever actually say it'll be free? No, I'm, I'm not seeing anything oh. that says free. In the wiki, it says, is an upcoming free-to-play multiplayer third-person shooter. Uh, okay. That's so... I don't like that at all. I don't like <laughs> when, they, when they release it early access, so it's not out yet, it's not a done game, and you have to pay for it in order to get it early in its broken form i early access is a good idea that's just been abused yes needlessly like if yeah sell your game at a discount you know it's unfinished but you know with the promise of updating it over time and getting community feedback but so many people just release either full games and say it's in early access so it excuses any bugs or just don't update it at all would you say this is an abuse of of free to play I wouldn't say it's an abuse of it. I would say it's not clear. Mm-hmm. It just it, they, there needs to be more transparency in 
how it's how it's being rolled out. Yeah, it's weird. It, it weirds me out. I don't like it. Um. Anyway, right after that, we got the big reveal. Oh no, this isn't the big reveal. This is the the reveal before the big reveal. Shimagami Tensei Three Nocturne HD Remaster. Uh, there's some weeb stuff. Yep, it's been 17 years since the original release of Shin Megami Tensei 3, known in Europe as Shin Megami Tensei Lucifer's Call. <gasps> now the apocalyptic legend returns in a full high-definition remake of the classic game coming to the Nintendo Switch in spring 2021. So, did people like this game? <laughs> I, I'm going to say yes. Uh, I saw some people on Twitter were excited, but you know. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic? Uh, this is Nocturne. That's not the same. Is it the same? I think it is. Shin Megami Tensei is a vast series. There's a bunch of titles in there, oh. and some of them you don't even realize are part of this franchise. It says is actually thir- the third game in the series. Yeah. So it had an 82 on Metacritic, which sounds all right. <laughs> 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 sounds okay. Um. So whatever for whatever reason, this is getting a uh, full high definition remake. Wait, the text says full high definition remake. The the title card says HD remaster. Words don't mean anything. People, th- th- these are very important words that will get me in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So pick one, damn it. I'm going to go with the title card, HD Remaster. Yeah. And it kind of looks like a remaster. It doesn't look like a full, you know, doesn't look like a whole to do. Right. Actually, it's a PS2 game. So it might it might just be a remaster then, just an up an up convert. Oh, yeah, it looks like a remaster. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to play it. But that's uh, people who are into Shima. What what's the spinoff? There's a Shimagami Tensei spinoff. Is it Persona? I think. Am I, yeah, am I way out of line here? No, no. Persona is a spinoff, or it's part of that universe. Yeah, sometimes known as Shimagami Tensei Persona outside okay. of Japan is a video game franchise developed primarily published by Atlas. Okay, that's so. what I mean by like Shimagami Tensei is a big ass franchise. With games that you didn't even realize were part of that series. Could this mean we're one step closer to finally getting a Persona game on the Switch? Because that I'll play. I'll be more than happy to play a Persona game on the Switch. I don't understand why there hasn't been one already. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we're just finally getting a Shin Megami Tensei game, so... True. And this one, Shin Megami Tensei Five, which has been... uh, Which was announced when the Switch was announced. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So that's finally coming in 2021 so still no date but i guess this is the most footage we've seen so far yeah oh it's running on unreal engine 4 according to the wikipedia uh it says the next numbered entry in atlas's shumagama tensei series is coming exclusively to nintendo switch in this epic role-playing game order itself has crumbled and chaos reigns over all shumagama tensei 5 will have a simultaneous global launch on nintendo switch in 2021 um i'm i'm i've never 
I've never thought twice about Shin Megami Tensei. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, I've I've always heard of it, but it's always be like I hear about it, and then I'm just like, that's a funny title. <laughs> <laughs> I'll uh, I, and because it's always Shin Megami Tensei, some other stuff. Yeah. Um, same thing with Persona. Persona Five Golden. Well, Golden is the Vita version because Persona Four. And then Persona 4, Persona 4 was the PS4 game. The, no, mm-hmm. back up. Mm-hmm. A lot of numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Persona 4 is the PS2 game. And then Persona 4 Golden is the Vita version. Is it, though? I thought they released Golden on other stuff. They might have, but I know I know. Golden like it first came out on Vita. I thought that that was just like, you know, the, the game of the year or like, you know, the one that comes with all the stuff. An enhanced uh, version of the game Persona 4 Golden was released on the PlayStation Vita and Windows. There you go. Windows in 2020, so it just released on Windows yeah. for Persona 4. Um, so it's an enhanced version. Yeah. I think 5 has a Golden, too, doesn't it? Who knows? <laughs> nope. No, it does not. I made that up. We're already well into the weeds of yeah, games you guys, we're never going to play. <laughs> if you guys are into JRPGs, you can yeah. click out right now. <laughs> Come back in five minutes. Because we got Sakuna of Rice and Ruin, which was not in the American Direct at all. And I actually didn't see this. So here we go. Yeah. Uh, while Sakuna of Rice and Ruin was shown off only in the Japanese version of the Partner Showcase, the game looked quite special. So far, it's just a black screen. So I can't relate. It's probably got dialogue... All right, there's a tree. Uh, I don't know what type of game this is. I feel like I've heard of this game before. Uh, I'm just fast forwarding until I see gameplay stuff. I know. I want to see what what type of game this is. There's people on a boat. Is it a side scroller? No, it's not. It is not. It looks like it's probably like an RPG or adventure game of some kind. It. it I'm having a hard time. Figuring out if this is a side scroller. <laughs> I don't think it is. Everything's 2D ish. Except for the cutscenes. And the farming. Oh, you know, maybe it is 2D. Or 2D esque. It's looking like a side scroller. Hmm. I think it's a side scroller. Looks pretty cool. Interesting. I'm in now. Now that I know it's a side scroller, <laughs> so it's a side. It looks like a side scrolling, like platforming. No, a side scrolling, like a hack and slash type game, uh, yeah. with all the characters have HP and stuff. Um, oh, it's by Marvelous. Uh, can we can we get a definitive answer on what the frick type of game this is? Uh. Combines side-scrolling action with deep crafting and farming simulation. Okay, and that's so the it's... part that I want nothing to do. With. <laughs> so it's uh, what's that that game that side-scrolling like game everybody likes? That starts with an M. Moromasa. I've never heard of that. All right, it's it's like that meets Harvest Moon, I guess. Uh, where's the thing that I was just reading? 
Side scrolling with deep farming. Players take on the role of Sukuna, a spoiled harvest goddess, banished to a dangerous island with a group of outcast humans. As she explores the beautiful yet forbidding environments of the island, she will also find a home in a mountain village, providing her, proving herself worthy of her title by harvesting rice and bettering the lives of humanity. That seems kind of cool. Yeah. I don't know why they would leave that out. Maybe they just didn't have English translations for it. I thought, um, isn't Xseed a U.S. company, though? Or, like, they export things to the U.S.? Well, it, sa- it says publisher, Marvelous, and then in parentheses, Xseed. Yeah. So I don't know what that means. Ah, and there you go. Okay. So the game I was talking about, Muramasa the Demon Blade... Uh, is published by Marvelous Entertainment in Japan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so, Xseed Games is an American video game company founded by former members of Square Enix USA. It later became a subsidiary of the Japanese game company Marvelous, providing the localization and publishing services for video games and related materials. Okay, so this will probably come to the U.S. then. I don't know because it sounds like Marvelous kind of absorbed Xseed. Right, but if Xseed is still basically their export house, why would they put the company's logo in the trailer of a Japanese only? Did it say Xseed? Yeah, it said Xseed. I only saw Marvelous. At, at the end of the trailer. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, well then maybe it will. It's still weird that it wasn't, that they, they didn't freaking. Uh, localize it for America. Yeah. That trailer. Very strange. Uh, anyway, that's the whole direct. That's everything that was in the direct. Yep. The, the, now let's list off all the games that they didn't announce in the direct that everybody's <laughs> mad about. Uh, F-Zero, Metroid, Star Tropics, Kirby's Hack and Slash, Super Mario 64 by 4, uh, Pokemon... Guns and knives. Uh, but wait, Pokemon uh, Kirby hack and slash. You just make that up. I'm making these up as I go <laughs> along. Um, I had a an article that had a list of all of the stuff that has been announced, but we still don't know anything about. Right, like Bayonetta three, like Metroid Prime four, yeah, uh, Breath of the Wild two. There's all this, but uh, again, this is a. <laughs> those are all in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. They're just not ready to show them. Yeah. Uh, because they've been delayed due to the virus and everything. Yeah. Uh, so they decided that instead of holding up all of these other third-party publishers' plans to release stuff, they decided, let's just get all this out. We'll work on our stuff later. T- to me, it sounds like Nintendo isn't they're at least for the year or for the time being they're they're shying away from full nintendo directs yeah. and they're just gonna do what they would do with paper mario and just release the trailer just drop the trailer because they don't need a direct they don't need a whole thing around it it'll i mean paper mario was the top seller on the switch this yeah. week so i think so uh they don't need a whole direct to announce their games they could just drop the trailer that is a problem for third parties, though, because third parties need to piggyback off of those big announcements. So having a direct very much benefits third party and indie games 
which is why we got a direct mini, which was called their, they, which they said was a partner showcase. It right. was to showcase all of the partners that they wouldn't normally, that they would have put into a direct. Yeah. Um, I, so I, we've talked about in the past how some Nintendo execs said that they're not going to do, or they might shy away from doing directs. Yeah. They might not do as many directs anymore. This was, this was kind of the answer to that. Yeah. I, I think everything you said is, has to be a hundred percent true. Um, because traditionally we would just get, you know, regular ass directs. They'd be big half hour things and they'd showcase all games from Nintendo and third party. But here they're specifically focusing on not even all their third party, just like a small handful of them just to, yeah. you know, show that there are games coming to the switch. Which, which leads a little bit of a, uh, of a, uh, it leads, it, it gives me some, it gives some like clout to the theory that these were contractual obligations. Cause there's not that many. Yeah. There's like, there were like barely any like games in this. <laughs> Yeah. There was five, one, two, three, four, five, six. It's, if you include Japan. Yeah. If if you're watching the Japanese one, six games. And one of the games is a game that we, it's Cadence of Hyrule, just getting DLC. Yeah. <laughs> uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds, we knew about already. We knew about, and it's coming to other systems. Rogue Company, I'm pretty sure we knew about. Yeah. Uh, Shimagami Tensei, the two Shimagami Tenseis we did not know about. Those are probably the biggest deals, but unfortunately, there's not a big deal to me, and that's why I think that this whole thing was not a big deal. Um. Anyway, so yeah, I I think that at least for the time being, they're shying away from directs, and in the next game, whatever next big game they're gonna have, probably the Mario thirty anniversary, thirty fifth anniversary stuff, mm-hmm. that's probably gonna be just drop. A trailer's just gonna drop. I think anyway, yeah. um, and I think they'll do it pretty soon because uh, they need something. Yeah, Paper I, Mario I heard, came out. There's nothing else for the rest of the year. There were like rumors that it was gonna be soonish. Like things actually started leaking. So, so here's my. Well, I think last week we talked about the uh, the email address, the the the, the Twitter account that was. That was that came up for the Mario thirty yeah. fifth anniversary. There was a Twitter account that came up, and uh, it looked like the Twitter account was made with a Nintendo email address. Right. Uh, I got bad news, Will. Uh oh. There was also an F zero account. Yes. That was made for an F zero uh, game, and that was just confirmed fake. Uh, according to Go Nintendo, rumored F Zero Japanese Twitter account confirmed fake. Oh, well, no. there goes one half of the Twitter rumor that popped up recently. Discussion of a Japan <laughs> of potential Japanese Twitter account for F Zero has been confirmed fake today. The Twitter account in question has since posted a rather adult video to its feed, <laughs> and it's certainly not something Nintendo would ever share. We can say without a doubt that this was a fan made account. As for the Nintendo 35th anniversary account, that one hasn't changed at all since the first mention since the first mentioning it. I guess that means there's still some hope for it being real, but after today's F0 debunking, it certainly seems less likely. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to there's a link 
let's see here. Uh, after posting a porn video, here it is. All right, let's see. Yeah. I'll describe it to you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm watching. I like how the guy, it, like in the very first scene, if you catch it, is wearing a shirt that says Islanders. <laughs> what, like, like, like the the hockey team? I, I'm assuming. <laughs> so this is like a rotoscoped two dudes for playing. Yeah. Oh, it goes, it goes beyond dudes. foreplay. I'm only up to the foreplay, Will. Don't spoil yeah. anything for me. I accidentally played it. I'm going to mute the friggin' audio. <laughs> it's like one of those like weird art pieces where it just like is choppy and like buffering. I haven't seen a penis, Will. Yeah. I haven't seen a single penis. I don't think... I think it's still plausible that this is Nintendo. I don't know what they're talking about. Has anybody said uh, Falcon Punch yet or anything? <laughs> so here's the thing. Uh, I think that maybe the 35th anniversary Nintendo one was legit. And then this, somebody was like, oh, I could just make a, a account that looks like a Nintendo.co.jp account. Yeah. And just troll people. So we kind of like piggybacked on it. Mm-hmm. Um. But it certainly me- l- makes the other Twitter account seem less like. Yeah. But I still think that we're getting we got they got to do something for Mario's 35th anniversary. Yeah, I'm surprised they had they they didn't make a bigger deal out of it because you know we got a whole year for Luigi. And yeah, that's what the Luigi. hell, man? <laughs> Who cares about the green one? Um. Yeah, I, I I just think they've seriously been been having some major delays. I mean, we're already we're more than halfway through the year, and yeah. we don't know what's happening in the second half of the year. Um, but Nintendo themselves have been very transparent about their mm-hmm. their delays. Uh, other game companies have not been so transparent. They've been trying to like kind of hide the fact that they've been having delays. Yeah. Uh, due to the stuff, the world ending. Um, but. Nintendo shares a detailed statement on the impact the pandemic has had on development, says schedules may be impacted. A few weeks back, we shared a statement from Shinya Takahashi, a general manager of Nintendo EPD, concerning the impact of the pandemic on Nintendo development schedules. It reads as follows. While production, while product development is a little behind schedule in some areas due to the impact of COVID-19, game releases planned for this fiscal year are currently not affected. However, if the impact of COVID-19 is prolonged or becomes more severe, we may not be able to release future titles in line with existing plans. Uh, thanks to Nintendo's 2020 report, we now have a more detailed explanation of how the pandemic could make things difficult for certain projects to move ahead. Read the full statement below. I will. <laughs> Nintendo schedule... Uh, I'm having a stroke. Development schedules may be impacted due to the difference in development environment between working from home and in the office since teleworking is implemented at the company and its partners. As a result, we may not be able to proceed with the release of Nintendo products and the start of services as planned. Nintendo will continue to conduct business operations by taking necessary measures so that it can continue to provide an environment in which consumers can enjoy its product and services while giving due consideration to the health and safety 
of its consumers and employees. Uh, so it's it, it sounds like Nintendo is trying to like give all of their employees the benefit of the doubt. They're yeah. like they're like we understand adjusting is really hard right now, so we'll just give you all the time that you need. So they're like being like they're being super cool about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'd imagine like American companies are probably like get the work done. Yeah. <laughs> but also like I mean here in America people working from home like they they're already having a hard time adjusting. Yeah. Certain people are like, you know, they want to get back to into the office because doing everything from home is like a they just need to be able to change environments in order to have a good work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japan, it's especially difficult because uh, working from home just isn't a thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's you show up at the office and you stay until the job is done. Sometimes that means three in the morning. Yeah, so. and uh, like having your own business is like a weird thing in Japan. Like, yeah, the, the entrepreneurship is like a weird thing. Like internet business is a weird thing like uh they're very traditional and they then they like uh like even working for a traditional company like they want you to be in the office so having all this work from home stuff must be super bizarre for them Mm -hmm. uh and they're having a hard time adjusting as you could see uh so they just straight up came out and said we're having a hard time adjusting things are going to be delayed it is what it is uh, so there's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we haven't really gotten any announcements for the rest of the year. It's possible there are none. That's true too. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, the switch still has some life left in it. So it, it's, it's strange that they haven't, you know, even it's strange that they haven't announced something big for the end of the year yet even if it's just one thing even if it is just the the mario 35th anniversary stuff because it at least it's something i mean yeah there there's i feel like it's it sounds like bad news to me because this is my job and like yeah. nintendo is not doing anything then i'm not doing anything yeah um but as a consumer i got plenty of games to play right now I'm like completely overwhelmed with games. Um, so like I'm hopefully in the next few weeks, they will have something for everybody to look forward to um, because I'll have nothing to play in the next few weeks. Like right yeah. now I'm overwhelmed, but in, in like a few weeks I'm going to be open. So I might just fill that with smash brothers and call of duty war zone though. There you go. Um, uh, if you want, you can come and take care of your niece so I can play some games. Will, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me, Will. Yes, I, got, I got I got, this guy over here, okay? <laughs> Look at him. Oh, yes. What are you doing? Oh, yes. L- little dog. What are you doing right now? Don't touch me. <laughs> Don't touch me. Get off of me. He's wet. Why are you wet? <laughs> Did he get into the bathroom? No, he's uh, probably drinking out of his bowl. Now I'm wet. We got uh, super chats. Yes. We got a bunch. Uh, we haven't read any today. Sorry, yeah. guys. Tim with five smackers. I went, I want a full motion video game about Bob called Gamer Wolf. I'll moderate that ass. 
<laughs> I don't appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's derogatory don't, and discriminatory. Don't objectify this, okay? Yeah. Somebody, I'll moderate. Your ass, okay. Louis Pimentel said, with $25, the stream sponsor. My man. Uh, keep up the good work. It was a very short direct for my tasting. It seemed like it was a very short direct for everybody's tasting. There just wasn't. Really. I mean, I just, you know what it is? I just wish I cared about Shumagama Tensei. Because <laughs> that's a big announcement, you I, know? That would have made the is, whole thing great if I cared about it. <laughs> I'm not saying people don't care about Shumagama Tensei. I, I don't think a lot of people care about Shumagama Tensei. More people care about the Nintendo first-party franchises and, yeah. and a lot of other games. Like, this is low on the totem pole for a lot of people. At and least, at least make, here in America. Yeah, making that your big announcement just seems like a, a letdown for a lot of people. Uh, John Enquist with $5. Hey, Bob, I dare you as many dogs as you can possibly dare to make a game review of your choosing. No. Thanks, though. We got Next week's video has got to be a banger, man. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing too... Last couple <laughs> videos, not doing too hot. Uh, K.O. Ken. With a thousand clip, did you read that Rocket League is going free to play? We have that as a as an article. Yes, yeah, stay tuned. Uh, Purple Odd Job with two with a toonie. What games have you guys been playing lately? Uh, I've been juggling between The Last of Us Part Two, still halfway through it. <laughs> uh, maybe I'll play more tonight. Uh, Paper Mario, which I guess I should talk a little bit about. Yeah. Um. I haven't played much Smash. And I've, I haven't played much Call of Duty Warzone lately. I've been, the few moments I can get to play games, it's just Switch because I can pick that up and play. I've been playing The Messenger. It's very good. Um, but I took a quick break to play a game called The Complex, which is actually an FMV game from the publisher of Gamer Girl. Oh my God. I didn't know this when I got the game. Um, it's not a great game. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, made you get it? It looked interesting. I think you it brought looked, this up last yeah, week. It looked like, you know, one of those telltale types of games. And I'm into those types of games. But it it literally is just an interactive movie where, you know, two choices come up and you have to pick one. And then the game goes off in that direction and whatnot. My big problem with the game, it's it's not a good game in, its, in and of itself. My big problem with the game, the reason why I stopped playing it is because I died at one point, fairly on in the game. I died, and when you die, you start the game all over again. <laughs> you can't just pick up from where you left off. You can't just, you know, re rewind or pick up a safe state from, you know, before you died. You start the whole thing all over again. Apparently, there's a fast-forward button when you restart the game, so you can go through stuff you've already seen, but by that point, I'm like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this this looks pretty bad. It, you know, like I thought I could get through it, like on its own before I found all the BS with dying. It is like a, a B movie through and through, like sub B movie. Like the acting is pretty bad. Um, special effects and sets are like very like 
sci-fi tv movie of the week it, level yeah it looks like a cw show or something yeah it, it basically is it's it's a glorified cw show that you you just choose um how it plays out but at least the cw shows like are kind of fun <laughs> i lied i did play smash this weekend anyway but, uh, the messenger is very good i recommend that are oh, you still playing that still playing that yeah did I you feel get... like i'm gonna be playing I feel like I'm gonna be playing that for a while. Did you get to the halfway point yet? You'll know if you got to the halfway. I point. got to the part where uh, it's you become a 16-bit character. Oh, that's it. Yeah, yeah, you're there. That's yeah. where I got, and then I got a little bit past that, and then I stopped playing for whatever reason. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I've been playing Paper Mario. A lot of people want to know how I feel about Paper Mario: The Origami King. It's a very controversial game because it yes. doesn't play anything like the Paper Mario games everybody loves. Oh boy. It plays just like the Paper Mario games that I remember. <laughs> uh, the the combat is not the same at all. It's a very very weird puzzly type of combat. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. The puzzly type of combat's fine. I, I finally got to a point where like you can actually get hit. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. like for the first three hours I played the game, the combat was way too easy. Yeah. Um, but now I'm at a point where there's actually like like a what would you say uh there's repercussions to the combat yeah um however it's just okay it's an okay game like i'd much rather there's other games i would much rather be playing i'm kind of just playing it because i feel obligated to um if if i had purchased this game i might stop playing in the middle of it i don't think i would have beaten it it it's charming like i like the characters and everything uh it's kind of what i liked about uh the wii a super paper mario yeah uh my favorite part about the Paper Mario games isn't the the actual fighting things. It's all of the other like puzzly stuff in in the yeah. world. Um, but this game, it's it's good. Like it's good. It, if you want uh, your fill of Nintendo stuff, it's a good game. You will like it. You will pick mm-hmm. it up and and have a fine time. It's like forty hours long, which is another reason why I'm like I don't know if I want to beat it. Um, I got Ghost of Tsushima. I really want to play that game. I want to play it, but I haven't touched it because i still want to beat the last of us yeah um and freaking origami king so uh yeah origami king's good um i just i would give it like an 80 maybe as far as what i've played right like a 79 <laughs> like it's good but there's you know nine and tens out there that I, that i gotta put my time into right um Anyway, what's next? What is next? You want to talk about Rocket League? Or you want to talk about Xbox? Uh, let's talk about Xbox because I feel like there's a lot more about Xbox to talk about. Like uh-huh. there was a bunch of Xbox news. So they're doing a thing, right? They're doing a showcase tomorrow. Explain that to me because I tried to find an article, and all the articles are from a thousand years ago. It's at this point I don't remember because like they've done a bunch of them. Oh, you know what? Not, a, not right. a bunch, but like they they've done ones before. But I think this is supposed to be like actual gameplay, like for real gameplay. Yeah, it's, we're gonna get Halo Six game. We're gonna get Halo Infinite. Yeah, they unveiled the box art today. Oh, they did. And everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's the Halo box art." <gasps> it really does look like a high res version of Halo One box art. Um, uh, I don't see box art. I see like a wallpaper. <laughs> uh, hold on. Oh, this is actually a legit wallpaper. That's <laughs> that's why it looks like a wallpaper. It really does look like high res Halo one. Yeah. 
Looked like someone just turned RTX on. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. What the I, hell? Right before we started the show, I saw Jeff Keeley tweeted. Thursday, join me for the Xbox uh, Games Showcase live on YouTube Gaming. Pre-show with additional world premieres. Showcase with Halo Infinite gameplay reveal. Post-show with Aaron Greenberg and developers, which I will definitely be tuning out for. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's all the website said. Um, Xbox.com. Uh, I'll also note that he... Oh, this is a good tweet. He tweeted uh, Xbox Showcase. Lots of creators appearing in YouTube gaming. Xbox pre-show tomorrow at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Ninja. Uh, Alana Pierce. Jacksepticeye. Legs Frank. I don't know that person. Oh, she used to work at Kotaku. Oh, okay. No, uh, Polygon. Sorry. Uh, Danny O'Dwyer. Matt Pat. Uh, Austin... This is Austin Evans, right? Yeah. Austin Evans, uh, Ego Raptor, JD Witherspoon, Lamar Wilson, and Lauren Side, and more. I'd like okay. to note that all of those people have been like in the gaming sphere for like a thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like new blood going on yeah, there. There's, there's there's no wolf then. Those are all I'm old men. Um I mean, we're also we're the same age as half of those people. Yeah. So, well, actually, all of I think literally all of them are our age, Isn't except Alana, for Lamar Wilson. He's, he's Alana old. Pierce is like younger than us. She is significantly younger than, younger than us. She is significantly younger than us. But she's been in the industry for yeah, a long yeah. time. Um, Tech Radar says Microsoft is set to unveil a host of first-party Xbox Series X games during its Xbox uh, Game Showcase on July twenty-third. Um, first party, first party. Wow. Uh, We'll know we'll definitely be seeing Halo Infinite gameplay for the first time, but also expect to hear more about confirmed Xbox Game Studios titles, such as Hellblade 2, along with some surprise announcements. And while this event will primarily focus on first party, expect a few third party Xbox Series X games to make an appearance as well. So it's going to be focusing on first party games. So that's, there's a lot about, there's a a lot going on there because Microsoft has no first party games. Microsoft has no first-party games, but they have a lot of first-party studios now. Yeah, they have a thousand first-party game development studios, but zero games. They got Halo, yeah. and even Cuphead is on the Switch, so that's yeah. not even that doesn't it, even like count anymore. Their their main franchises are Halo, Gears, and Forza. So here's the oh, thing: oh, like like this will be the, the defining thing. Like yeah. they're, they're going to show all these first-party games. And will they be Xbox exclusives? If they're Xbox exclusives, this is going to be a, this is going to, you know, this might sway a lot of people to, to the Xbox side in the next console generation. However, I have a feeling that these might not be for Xbox. A lot of them might not be Xbox exclusives. If they're first party, there's a good chance they're also going to be on PC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't count PC as uh, a platform. <laughs> like, right. I don't, I don't think the fact that they can play it on PC is necessarily going to sway people either way. It, it'll, people will think it will, but for the most part, if you want to play games on a console, you're going to play the games on a console, and right. Hopefully, Microsoft gets you to play it on an Xbox. I don't think any of these games are going to come to Switch, at least not anytime soon. Um, uh, it's set, like in the past, Microsoft has uh, been cool with like 
doing uh, timed exclusives. Yeah. Like it, it'll be on Xbox first and then in like a year, maybe you'll get it on the Switch or on mm-hmm. on PlayStation or whatever. Um, I, I Something's going on with the Series X and that generation. Yeah. I think tomorrow we might finally get some answers about that. Like right. whether or not it'll actually have like a lot of real exclusives or if it will have this weird sort of like uh homogenous like uh it's developed by Microsoft but you can play it wherever the hell you want and what will that mean? Well, I know Phil Spencer said that at least for the next few years there's not going to be Xbox Series X exclusive games. They're going to be play. They're going to be playable on Series X and Xbox One. Right, 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 right. So we'll get more information on that. I'm sure too. Right. Hopefully, we'll get more information on that. Uh, hopefully, we'll get information on Lockhart. Yes, that's that's a big that deal. Is. I mean, the big news is going to be the Halo Six gameplay. Right. Uh, but my big news will be Lockhart. I want to know what the hell's going on with Lockhart. Yeah. Um, and that's not something that is detailed mm-hmm. or price a price for series X at all. Yeah. I feel like Microsoft is way more confident in their pricing than PlayStation is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it wouldn't be weird if Microsoft releases the price first. I don't know if confident is the word I would go with, but I would say that they know what the price is. They're not going to waver on it, even if they're afraid to announce it. Well, I just think that they know what they're doing with the price. They're like, this is going to be the... Like, they've figured out a good price for their well, for their console. It's like when they announced uh, the Xbox One X, when they announced that price, they said it was $500. And mm-hmm. everyone was like, really? That's, that's super expensive for a console. But they're like... They were just basically like, yeah, sorry, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like... like I don't mean it's going to be a good price like we're going to be happy with it. I mean, it's something that they are comfortable with. They've determined that this is the price that we could that we could do it for, and that's right. it. PlayStation is, like, pulling their hair out. They're like, I don't know what the hell we're going to yeah. do with the price for this thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we got a super chat from HeithMG that says $5, with four or $5 that says, Phil Spencer had an interview with GameStar about Game Pass and said Nintendo is not interested for interested for me i don't trust what phil stingy interview says anyway uh, uh that, we have an article for that yes uh where is I'm, it I, I just cut it hold on i'm moving yeah. it i'm moving everything so that I. all right it. i'll stop touching shit. it's Damn there it. it's there that was your fault uh, phil spencer shuts down the idea of xbox game pass coming to other platforms uh this is on nintendo life uh last year you might recall so wait hold on wait we should back up a little bit actually because okay. uh, Game Pass is merging with xCloud, isn't it? Yes. Didn't and they confirm that? I called that? that on this show. I mean, every, uh, yeah, it was... What, do we not have an article for that? I guess not. Game Pass. Game Plass. Game Plass. That's something we should talk about first. Yeah. Uh, here, I got The Verge. Okay, good, because I got Forbes, and I'd rather not read Forbes. All right. Uh, I got it. Uh, Microsoft right. to launch xCloud streaming free with Game Pass Ultimate in September. Ultimate? Yes. There's, is, that a, is that a different tier? Game Pass Ultimate, I think, is Game Pass and Xbox Live Gold. Like a year of both. 
oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because I'm going to have that anyway. Uh, so I don't have Game Pass. Because I like Me to neither. just own the games. And also, I there's barely any games that I would... I mean, the, it's cool that new games come to Game Pass. Yeah. Like, well, didn't Gears... All first-party games go to Game Pass day and date. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I just rarely play on Xbox anyway. <laughs> yeah. I got it for Sea of Thieves. Yeah. And then I hated Sea of Thieves. Uh, Microsoft is planning to launch its game serv- uh, streaming service, currently known as Project xCloud, free to its play- paying Xbox Game Pass Ultimate subscribers in September. The xCloud service will allow Xbox players to play games on mobile devices or even start a game on their consoles and resume it on their phone or tablet. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate combines Xbox Live Access and Xbox Game Pass subscription and starting in September, xCloud game streaming into a single $14.99 monthly subscription. I bet they'll drop the xCloud name entirely and it'll just all be called uh, Game Pass. I don't know because there, it really seems like th- that's going to be like another thing. Mm-hmm. If they're still calling it X, I mean, like, it a, would make like another bullet point. Yeah, it, it would make sense to just roll it into Game Pass. But Game Pass is specifically you download the game to your hard drive. xCloud is streaming. Right. So I feel like they're going to give it its own name mm-hmm. just to differentiate it from downloading to hard drive. I mean, having both options would be awesome. Yeah, that's the ideal. Uh, Microsoft is promising that more than 100 Xbox Game Pass titles will be playable on a phone or tablet when the streaming service launches. Microsoft isn't detailing which countries will be supported at launch just yet, though. The company has been building out its Azure data centers across the U.S. and in parts of Europe with Xbox One S Blades to stream Xbox games through xCloud. Okay. Microsoft will upgrade these servers to Xbox Series X hardware in 2021. It's a little late. Xbox Game Pass Ultimate will be the only way to access xCloud streaming at launch, but it won't always be limited to Microsoft's top subscription tier. Quote, Over time, we will continue to expand how we introduce streaming as part of the platform and playing games that you own that aren't part of the subscription, says Microsoft Xbox Phil Spencer. For launch, we're putting in... We're putting it in Ultimate for no additional cost. We think it's a good audience for us to start with, and it's an audience that plays a lot of games. Okay, so that tells me that it's not always going to be a part of <laughs> X- well, xCloud Ultimate. To, xCloud is supposed to be multi, like, multi-platform. like Your Xbox, your uh, phone, your tablet, your computer. Game Pass is not. Mm-hmm. Game, game Pass is specifically for your PC or your game console. So I think that's another reason why they want to keep X, uh, xCloud separate in terms of like, you know, services. Because yeah. otherwise, if you have Game Pass, it doesn't necessarily mean you can play the games on your phone. You need to have xCloud to do that. Yeah, I mean, Game Pass right now is for people who have an Xbox. Right. And xCloud could be for people who don't have an Xbox and just maybe right. have a laptop or maybe have an Android phone and want to play on that. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe eventually it will be it, its own like $5 subscription or something. Um, 
I'd imagine you will need an Xbox Live membership to play online with xCloud. Yeah, hence why they're bundling it into Ultimate. Right, so that makes sense. So I guess they'll figure out something else if you don't have an Xbox and you want to play these games. Somebody also tweeted at me when this happened uh, because uh, Bob was right. So Will was right and Bob was right because I I said that uh, the 8-bit do controller Mm-hmm. That is specifically for xCloud on Android devices. Yes. <laughs> that controller had a release date. And they said this release date has nothing to do with the xCloud release date. And I said, no, nah, bullcrap. It has everything to do. And turns out they're the same release date. So uh, I, I don't, I, I guess they both say September. Yeah. Anyway, um, now we can talk about Phil Spencer shuts down the ideas of Xbox Game Pass coming to other platforms. Yes. So I'm always saying that xCloud should be coming to the Switch. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would fit right at home on the Switch. Being able to stream Xbox games or PC games or whatever on your Switch, it sounds like a no-brainer. Last year, you might recall how the head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, spoke about bringing Microsoft's Game Pass service to more platforms. I don't remember about specifically Game Pass. I remember xCloud. And I remember they had a GDC talk about bringing xCloud to specifically the Nintendo Switch. Uh, While the company has now achieved this within its own ecosystem, these comments have still got many people questioning if the subscription service will be made available on other systems like Nintendo Switch. Are they saying that Game Pass is on PC? It is. Oh, well, there you go. I said it was on PC. (laughs) You said that? Because I said it was for people who have an Xbox. Yeah, but I said said back when I was differentiating xCloud and Game Pass, Game Pass is only for Xbox PC, whereas whereas Uh xCloud includes phone, tablet, and possibly other devices. Right, 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 right. Anyway, since he previously spoke about this, Spencer has said the company is more focused on its next generation of Xbox gaming and also mentioned how he's a little over the rumors about select Xbox titles coming to the Switch. Oh, boy. <laughs> now, in a recent... Well, then maybe you shouldn't be so cagey about it. Just say it, that they're exclusives. Yeah. Now, in a recent video interview with the German website GameStar, he's explained how there are no plans to bring Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass service to other platforms. The reason behind this is that these companies, quote, aren't really that interested in having a full Xbox experience. <laughs> what does that mean? And Microsoft wants to deliver with its Game Pass service. Uh, here's exactly what he said thing about other gaming console platforms is we're not able to bring a full xbox experience on those platforms in places where we have like mobile phones like we're doing now with xcloud coming to the game pass ultimate what we've done with pc in bringing our full xbox experience there because we know when somebody is playing one of our xbox games there is an expectation that I've got my Xbox Live community. I have my achievements. Game Pass is an option for me. My first party library is completely there. The other competitive platforms aren't really that interested in having a full Xbox experience on their hardware. But for us, we want to be where gamers want to be. And that's the path that we're on. I'm a gamer and I want it on my Switch. You have to remember, at the end of the day... Microsoft has a console and they may be doing things like putting some of their games on switch, putting most of their games on PC, 
but they want you to eventually buy an Xbox. That's the thing that I so, don't know. Because <laughs> everything that they've been doing lately is is pointing towards they don't care where you buy the game as long as you they, buy the game. They're being more open about it, mm -hmm. but they're still putting out possibly two new Xboxes. Mm -hmm. So why would they all of a sudden, like, here's a brand new system that we just put out that we really want you to buy, but if you don't want to, that's fine. Play it on the Nintendo Switch. That well, that, I I think we're gonna get a lot of answers tomorrow because if there's yeah. if there's some first party games that are on other consoles, then then there's your answer. Then Microsoft really doesn't care where you buy the yeah. games if you buy an Xbox Series X or whatever. Well, I mean, I feel like if they really didn't care, they wouldn't put out a new Xbox. Well, right that's now. that's the thing. Like they, yeah, I guess they could just completely dissolve the platform but but to me the next xbox is a vessel for their services you know what i mean it'd be like if netflix makes their own netflix box right that's what it's that's what microsoft sounds like their game plan is to me right now but then right. phil spencer just said all this stuff and then that throws me for a loop i have no idea what he's talking about yeah no it sounds like not that they're backpedaling, but that they're... Sounds like backpedaling. All right, it's a little bit of backpedaling. <laughs> they're, they're, less, they're less aggressive about putting things on other platforms, and they're more, they're more focused on their own device that they're going to be launching and selling at the end of the year. They literally, they, had, that. they literally had a GDC talk about putting xCloud on other platforms, including right. the Nintendo Switch. So that's, right. that's why I'm like... That's why I'm like, this is a surprise. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe in like a few years, they'll do that. But as of right now, they're about to sell a very expensive piece of hardware. So they want you to buy that very expensive piece of hardware, not a significantly cheaper piece of hardware that can play all the same games from another company. Another, another reason I think that they don't really care is because, you know, consoles historically don't they only sell the console not to make money, but well, obviously they, they sell the console to make money, but they the console at a loss. Yes. And hope to make the money back through games. Yes. Which is why I think that they don't really care about people purchasing the series X. They care. That's more of a marketing cost for their services or their mm -hmm. first party games, but they don't have any first party games tomorrow. We'll find out about their first party games <laughs> like PlayStation. They got a bunch of first party games. In, in their PlayStation 5 showcase, they showed all these first-party games. This yeah. is why you're going to be playing a PlayStation 5. In For Microsoft, they're showing off all their services. Like, this is why you're going to be buying a, a yeah. Xbox Series X. And it's more murky with, with, with Microsoft. And Nintendo has no games. Nintendo yeah. has no games anymore. <laughs> um, anyway, we're not done with Xbox news. There's a whole bunch of Xbox no. news still. Um, so they're having a showcase tomorrow we're going to yep. learn more about everything there mm -hmm. uh, we now know the Xbox One X is no longer in production not just the Xbox One X but the Xbox One S all digital edition okay no so we actually talked about this when we were talking about the <laughs> ooh, we were talking about Lockhart or something right 
and we were talking. Oh, we were talking about how there's going to be two consoles. Yeah, and the rumored specs for Lockhart seemed a little worse than the they Xbox were, One X. Yes, exactly. And that was confusing. And we were like, "What are they going to do? How are they going to sell the Xbox One X and Lockhart at the same time?" Yeah, and I was like, "They'll probably be the same price or something. They'll lower the price of the One X." Now we have our answer. They're just straight up discontinuing the One X, which I, I would have never guessed that they would do. Yeah. That. Uh, Microsoft has announced that in the lead up to the Xbox Series X, the company will cease production on the One X and the Xbox One S all digital edition, commonly known as the Xbox One Sad. Sad. Yeah. Sad. Uh, sad. The standard Xbox One S will still be manufactured and available for purchase. In a statement to IGN, a Microsoft spokesperson confirmed, as we ramp into the future with Xbox Series X, we take the natural step of stopping production on Xbox One X and Xbox One SAD. Check out Microsoft's full statement below. At Xbox, we are making massive investments to forge the future of gaming, a future that puts the player at the center of the Xbox experience. We continue to build great games for Xbox One. We continue to build we continue to build out Game Pass now with more than 10 million members across Xbox console and PC. Bob. Uh no switch. <laughs> We're previewing Project X Cloud in 15 countries so gamers can play games with their friends on any device. And we're working hard on the next generation of consoles gaming next generation of console gaming with the Xbox Series X, the fastest, most powerful console we've ever built, which includes backwards compatibility with thousands of Xbox games and all Xbox One accessories. As we ramp into the future with Xbox Series X, we're taking the natural step of stopping production on Xbox One X and Xbox One SAD. Xbox One S will continue to be manufactured and sold globally. Gamers can check with their local retailer for more details on Xbox One hardware availability. Uh, I like your uh, Xbox PR voice. You have to like make it sound like it's PR speak because it's always like a calm and soothing voice that lets you know that they're still your friend even though they want all of your money in their yes. hands right now. Uh Okay, so my biggest question is what the hell price point is friggin' uh, Lockhart going to be? Yeah. Because Lock Lockhart might be the, the friggin' Xbox One S of the generation. Yeah. Well, that's what we thought it was going to be. We thought Xbox... We thought Lockhart was going to be the you know the the One S version, the cheaper version, less powerful version, but it gets right. you in the door and plays all the games. Right. But now it looks like the One S is still that console. I, I mean, the, the, game companies always sell the old console still for a little bit. Yeah, they never just completely sever it. Um, but they're doing that with the One X, which is super weird. That weirds me out. Um. But I guess it makes sense because the One X is in a weird position in the market that they're trying to set up. Yeah. It's a weird in-between of both the uh, Lockhart and the Series X. Yeah. It's like... But it's expensive. So it's expensive yeah. like the, the Series X. So the One X, when it launched, was $500. Mm-hmm. Which is a lot for a video game system. I'd imagine 
that Series X will launch for the same price. Yeah, I don't. I would be. I think five hundred is safe. Yeah, which begs the question: What would Lockhart launch for? Because what can you get? Like, what is the retail price of a Series X of a One X now? Like now, that's 300? another confusing question because yeah. nobody sells consoles for MSRP anymore. Right. The MSRP is always wacky. Um, uh, 1S. I always see it for 200, but I don't think that's the MSRP. I think the MSRP for a 1S is supposed to be 300, but mm. you always see it for like 250. Uh, can I freaking buy the console? 300 on X on Microsoft's website. Uh, Xbox one S includes uh built-in 4k Blu-ray three hundo for a one S for a one S. Okay. So I think Lockhart 300, that's pretty good. That sounds about right. So I just on Best Buy, uh, the Jedi, the Jedi fallen order one X bundle. It sold out, but it was 400. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Lockhart would have to be less than that. <laughs> I think. But now, but now that the One X is being discontinued, if stores are clearancing it out, there's a very good chance that you could get it for less than Lockhart. Yes, yes, and it's more powerful. Yeah, but I don't know. Again, I don't know. It's, there's a weird ecosystem going yeah. on. Yeah. There's, that's right. There's also the the cyberpunk version of One X that isn't out yet. <laughs> oh, that's true. It sold. It, it says sold out on Best Buy's website, so they probably sold out of pre-orders. But so when are they discontinuing? Well, it's no longer in production. Yeah. yeah. So that means they're, they're discontinuing it. So when when will it be? So does that mean they produced all the cyberpunk ones? They must have. Oh, that's another thing. Cyberpunk got delayed like a thousand times. That that friggin' console was probably supposed to be out in like March. Yeah. Wow. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's free. They they might just be sitting in a warehouse somewhere. You got you if you got one of those Cyberpunk Xbox One Xs, you're sitting on a gold mine, man. Because yeah. there there's not going to be any more after that after that first initial run. That's crazy. I'm on Target now just to see like what they're doing with One X's. Like, see if they have the Cyberpunk version for sale. And down the page for the X results for Xbox One X is a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yeah. All right. All right. We got Not some good. super chat. That's it for Xbox, yeah. right? Uh, no. There's one more, and this is strange to me. But this can be real quick. Microsoft no longer selling 12 months Xbox Live Gold plans ahead of Series X launch. That is weird. Uh, Microsoft has officially stopped selling 12 month Xbox Live Gold plans, possibly hinting at a stronger focus on Game Pass Ultimate or a new service that could be on the way in time for the launch of Xbox Series X. Microsoft confirmed the change to True Achievements, stating that even though the 12-month plan is not being sold at this time, the three-month and one-month plans are still available for purchase. At this time, Microsoft has decided to remove the 12-month Xbox Live Gold SKU from the Microsoft Online Store. Customers can still sign up for one-month or three-month Xbox Live Gold subscriptions 
uh, through the Microsoft Store. Microsoft gave no further reason as to why it made the change, but earlier this week, Phil Spencer announced that Game Pass Ultimate members will automatically be entitled to Project xCloud service in September 2020 at no additional cost. It sounds like they might be rolling in Xbox Live with Game Pass. With I XCloud. don't want that. <laughs> I, I'm on the Xbox website right now. Yeah. And it first thing, the tiles here, the first thing, Xbox Game Showcase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get your first month of Ultimate for a dollar. Includes Xbox Live Gold and over 100 high-quality console and PC games. And then it says join Game Pass. So they're really pushing Game Pass. I understand. Even rolled in with, with uh, Live. Right. Look, I understand that they want to push Game Pass. And I understand that they want to push Ultimate because it bundles all three of their services together. But there are peop- there are going to be people out there who don't want to do that. They just want Xbox Live because they want to play the games the way they've always played them. And they want to play online with their friends. And they want to buy the year subscription because it's usually cheaper and they don't want to, you know, have to budget month to month uh, the subscription fee to Xbox Live. It makes no sense to just cut that option out entirely in order to force people to buy the more expensive uh, subscription service with features that they're not even going to want. Now, here's an interesting thing that KJ92 in the chat says it's going to be free. I highly doubt that. No. No. No, they uh, see a lot of dollar signs here. You know they, what I mean? They see a lot of dollar signs in that, but in turn, we've always seen that reflected back because Xbox Live Gold has been a paid service since the original Xbox. But because of that, they are able to. They've been reinvesting that money, and Xbox Live to this day is a much better online infrastructure than anything Sony has to offer. And definitely better than anything Nintendo has to offer. Yeah. Uh, Xbox has been the paid... They they were the first paid online service. Mm-hmm. And they've always said that uh, it's because it's better than everything else. Uh, yeah. And then everybody else joined the bandwagon. Yeah. Um, and I, I just... So they're seeing good numbers with Game Pass. Game right. Pass is selling a lot. But so is Xbox Live. So yeah. I can't see them just being like, you know what? Forget it. Xbox Live is free now. Because there's people who don't want a Game Pass. Yeah. And they just want Xbox Live. Putting them both together, I can see I can see them doing that. Yeah. I yeah, and I'm not against them doing that. What I'm against is them forcing one to be bundled with the other at a higher price that people don't necessarily want. Yeah, I'm hoping it's not at a higher price. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing that I'm... That's what I'm well, hoping. we know Ultimate is $15 a month. Mm-hmm. And Xbox Live Gold is not that for he, per month. Here's what they're going to do. Here's what they're going to do. Here's what they're going to do. I'm listening. Bundling them both together, $70 a year. Because that's going to be the price of the new games. Right. And, and that's going to be the justification for raising the price. Is that friggin'... Game Pass is in there. XCloud will be a part of it for the first year or whatever. And then XCloud will spin off into its old thing, and then you could get a bundle with that in there, too, for $80 or some stuff. Yeah. That's my theory. And we'll find out tomorrow, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. A one month of gold is $10. The three month bundle is 
$25. Never buy a month for $10. No. You will always be able to get that for a dollar somewhere. Yeah. That's why I like buying the year subscriptions. Yeah. I like buying the year randomly when I see it on sale somewhere. Yeah. All right, we got Super Chats. Now I got to look to make sure I get a sale. (laughs) I don't. You know what? I never actually end up doing that. I always just let it lapse on my credit card, and then I go, damn it. I know. Mine's up in September, so I got to find one now. Get it out of the way. Zephyr in the chat says, Bob is wrong. I don't know what he's referring to, but you know what? It's usually how it goes around here. Uh, Exized with $5 says, Hi, Bob. Would you love to see more... Would love to see more videos about gaming culture, the game, like the Game Boy modding video. You are a good filmer. Keep up the good work. Exides. I would love to make more videos like that. Uh, you, If you want to see more videos like that, you got to like, share, subscribe, comment, all that stuff, because YouTube doesn't want to see more videos like that. <laughs> YouTube told me, stop doing this, make more clickbait. That's what YouTube yeah. told me. Same thing with action figure videos. <laughs> Well, I think you were doomed because my video did bad. Yeah, no, I... I it's look, a I'm snowball da- effect. It's been downhill since last week. <laughs> I'm I'm damned if I do, damned if I don't, no matter what. But yeah, I, I knew going into that, it's like, this like this is not going to get the usual traffic. But you know what? I want to talk about toys. I mean, we talked about doing action figure videos. Yeah, and I, that, was, that was the last minute decision on my part. And that's why the video is a little rough. But... If you liked it, consider that a test run. Let me know. <laughs> I did just get this. Oh, what so... the hell, man? Should have been on that. Freaking Wonder Woman. Nobody cares about no, the Wonder Woman ex- toy. So let me explain. Let all me right, explain. All right. I didn't I got this late last night. Okay. I ordered this in May. Mm-hmm. I ordered this through Wish, which I don't Why? recommend. Why? Because a friend of mine told me, yo, man. They got the NECA Ninja Turtles figures, and they got them for cheap. And this was. This was significantly cheap. However, it was coming from China and got delayed significantly thanks to coronavirus. Who? Which is why I was hunting for them in Walmart, because I gave up this the fact of this ever coming. Did anybody get theirs? <laughs> no. Like, like even the, like... The, the Walmart NECA Turtles? No, like the, that one that you have in your hand. Oh, this, this like was the, a San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. Oh, Netflix. okay. So that's not the new NECAs. These are the, the same figures. Just So the these figures, when they first came out, was in this bundle for San okay. Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Since then, they've been re-releasing the figures as different store exclusives. At GameStop, they sold them individually. Now at Walmart, they're in two packs. Okay. You follow? I follow. Yeah. I had given up. So I just packaged differently. Yes. I'd given up ever seeing this come to my door. Um, So that's why I was on the hunt for the Walmart versions. But now it's here and I checked. It looks authentic. Like that's them. (laughs) No, that's the one that everybody wants. Everybody wants that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is after, you know, the NECA Twitter account posted a, a lengthy comment. Like, we're, we know there's a problem. We're working on it. Please don't buy from scalpers. <laughs> AJ in the chat says, I got that exclusive Invisible Jet Wonder Woman toy, my guy. I think he's lying. <laughs> there was there was an, an Invisible Jet exclusive at one Comic-Con. But I, I think he is lying. Uh, we also got Oopy Doopy with $5. Excited for Luigi Infinite tomorrow? Because he's green. 
Yeah. Do you get it? I get it. Imagine if Nintendo's new <laughs> games are going to be on Xbox. That, that'll be the day. <laughs> Imagine if, like, after the stream, Nintendo tweets, hey, we're going to have something tomorrow, at, and, and they, the time is for after the, the Xbox showcase. Mm. And it's the Mario 30th anniversary thing, or it's Prime 4. Yeah, that would freaking just suck all the thunder out of uh, yeah, out of Microsoft. Microsoft could have the best showcase ever. Everybody would decide that day, screw the PS5, we're getting Series X when it comes out. And then Nintendo's just like, uh, Metro Prime 4 are coming out this Christmas. Screw you, Microsoft. Ooh, here we go. Uh... Jacob in the chat says analog pocket possible release date on their official oh, Twitter. Yes. I forgot I, to bring that up. I don't they, think this is a release date. I think this is an announcement. Yeah. Either an announcement or a pre-order date, but I want that. <laughs> That's cool. I'm for it. Yeah. So is spawn wave. Here he is. And so is pet country. I am very excited about this. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Oh, now we can finally talk about Rocket League. Yeah, it's free to play. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Rocket League, the car-based soccer game that has seen over 75 million players since it launched in 2015, will be going free to play in summer 2020. And anyone who plays the game before it goes free to play will be rewarded with legacy status. Psionics, the developer of Rocket League, announced the news today and revealed that the move to free-to-play will not only include major changes to tournaments and challenge systems, but will also add cross-platform progression for players' inventory, for players' item inventory, Rocket Pass progress, and competitive rank, all by linking to the Epic Games account. Additionally, Rocket League will make its debut on the Epic Games Store when it officially goes free to play, this version will be identical to all others and will have cross plat cross play with all platforms. Uh, following the move to free to play, Rocket League will no longer be available to download on Steam for new players. Existing players on Steam and every existing platform, for that matter, will still get full support for future updates and features. Uh, as for legacy status, any player who played Rocket League prior to its move to free to play will earn the following. All Rocket League branded DLC released before free to play. Uh, established 20XX title that displays the year when the player first started playing Rocket League. Um, 200 plus common items upgraded to legacy quality. Golden Cosmos boost. Uh, Desi Aura wheels and Huntress player banner. Furthermore, any player that has played Rocket League prior to today's announcement will receive the faded Cosmos boost. This item and all the above will be awarded to the players' accounts when Rocket League goes free to play. Did they say cross progression? Oh, yes. And add cross, but will also add cross platform progression. So they don't have it right now, but they will have it. Yes. That is really cool because I. So pe- people might be butthurt about this because they purchased the game. <laughs> yeah. But the game re- launched as a PlayStation Plus free game. Yes. So I got it for free on the PlayStation. I paid for it on the Switch, though. Same. 
So can I get freaking both? Can I get the Mario skin, you know, and like yeah. whatever I have? I want the status from my. I don't PS4. have it up here, but I also somebody sent us the physical version of that game, and oh. I have it. Yeah. I want the I status from my PS4 where it says that I was a freaking day one guy. I need to get the the DC Ooh. bundle because right now the only. The only Batmobile I have in the game is Ben Affleck's. Ouch. Well, do you get that for free? No, I paid for that. No, I mean, the everything, all of the other DLC, will you get it for free? Like, all of the cars and stuff? Uh, I don't think so. Now that you paid for the game, is what I'm saying. Uh, is, no, is, I don't think that's how that works. I think all Rocket League brand, all Rocket League branded DLC. Uh, that doesn't so necessarily mean... party stuff. Yeah. Okay. Lame. Yeah. Third party stuff's it. best stuff. I know. I got to download the update. Did I get the DeLorean when I got it? Crap. I got I All right. Let, let it update. I got I to gotta look at it later. All right. Last thing we have for the story here yeah. is Crisis Remastered is on the Switch, and apparently yeah. it runs well. Yes. Uh, I don't really have anything to say about this. I just wanted to bring it up because we kind of trashed on it. <laughs> Like a week or two ago? Uh, for those of you who don't remember, uh, Crisis, the original Crisis, is coming to future to current consoles in a remastered version, including the Switch. Um, they showed a trailer for the Switch version, and it looked abysmal. Um, it didn't run very well. The graphics looked kind of bad. So um, Crytek saw that and uh, fixed it and now released a new trailer showcasing the game running in its current optimal setting and it does look better i haven't seen the trailer i've only seen the digital foundry i haven't seen the whole thing because it's freaking 26 minutes long but also it's a shorter version game explained did one that was 13 minutes and they they straight up said this runs great everything's great yeah i think that the trailer that crytek put out it specifically says like somewhere like uh Running on a switch at 720p at uh, whatever frames a second, um, and they point out all like the cool things it does, like the uh, the lighting. Uh, <laughs> the first thing they showed is fo- foliage moves. <laughs> so like when you walk through the cr- grass, it moves with you. Oh, here it is, tech trailer. Yeah. I I wonder if the last trailer was just made by a bad trailer because all the trailers are made by like a. A lot of trailers are made by a third-party studio. Yeah. Uh, so maybe the third-party studio. All these third-party. It's made by a third-party studio that normally that just specifically only makes trailers. Maybe they just got a really bad one. They probably got early, an early build of the game mm-hmm. and just made it with that, without, you know, realizing that the game looks very rough. It looked like the focus was on trying to recreate the original crisis trailer. Yeah. And maybe that just wasn't the best way to showcase everything that the game technically has to offer. Yeah. Uh, this look, I mean, this trailer looks a lot better. Yeah. This actually is showing what the game technically has to offer. Yeah. Vegetation um, bending. That's what they call it. <laughs> voxel based global illumination. Light yeah. rays and sunbeams. I mean, I'll. This is a this is a technical showcase, so like obviously it's gonna look good. Uh, yeah. I'll judge it when I get my hands on it. But 
Digital Foundry and Game Explained both said that it runs great mm -hmm. and it feels good. So, is it gonna have multiplayer? Uh, I don't know. Probably is right. Should I will? Oh, that it has gyro aiming. Yeah, I'll judge it when it comes out. When does it come out? All right, do your best. Soon, July twenty third. Today, yeah. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> My computer still is like five hours uh, early <laughs> for whatever reason. I don't know why. And then after I'm on the computer for a while, sometimes it'll fix the clock. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, that's all the news. Yes. We do have a tweet of the week, though. Uh, we do unboxings first. Oh, okay. I'm so sorry. Right. We'll do unboxings. What do you uh, have? You have a something. Oh, you put this here for me. Oh, this is the little red stick that. Yeah. This is an adapter Will showed me that uh, you could play whatever friggin' controllers you want to play on this. Oh, wait. Yeah. Makes Pokemon Sword and Shield 10 times easier. Why? I might have missed that. <laughs> At just $25, I was satisfied with this thing. Underlying purpose as a controller adapter, which allows you to use both wired and wireless controllers for Xbox One. Bluetooth models don't require wireless dongle. Xbox 360, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 3, Wii, and more as pro controllers for your Switch, Rumble, Action, and all. It couldn't be... Did I just see a vibrator? It, <laughs> I think I just got yeah, ahead. Uh, the, uh, this website, it's, it's uh, Kinja's deals website. And then now they just they, they advertise sex toys. Okay. <laughs> it couldn't be any more any easier to set up, plug it in on an available USB port on your Nintendo Switch. Uh, it, if your mobile hook, if your mobile hook it up directly to handheld, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Okay. This is like an ad for this thing. Bluetooth users are in for a more wonky pairing process. Okay. Tell me why it makes sword and shield easier to play. <laughs> or is that just clickbait? No, uh, here we go. We could stop on that lonesome merit, but some of you might be already be inclined to throw one into your cart. But the Switch Up possesses a game-changing sorcery that makes a must-have for Pokemon Sword and Shield. Handful of the games you see. This thing is a glorified macro machine Ooh. that has an automatic button sequ uh, sequencing to carry out your most common and tedious actions in some of your favorite games, allowing you to uh, step away and get stuff done in the real world while your virtual self is securing the bag. I am buying this right now. Okay. I mainly bought the Switch up for Pokemon macros, and that's most likely what I've... Okay. I still have yet to find something that does macros, like, perfectly. Right. No, this might be it. This might be it. Uh, 25 bucks. Yeah. I'll let you all know how it is. Maybe on Tuesday. Who knows? There you go. Uh, all right. Well, before we get to the unboxings, uh, DJ Viper Oss with five Aussies. In the chat. Thanks, guys, for the heads up. Just purchased my pre-order of Cyberpunk console and the game bundle in Australia. Gotta love that Aussie tax markup. Damn. Oh, that's a great... That's great that you were able to get that. Yeah. I I kind of want it now. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, it's not a bad... I would looking... leave it in the box. It's not a bad-looking design. That's so... a rare-ass console. Yeah. Uh, all, right. I mean, all right, we got a lot to unbox. We do, so I'll try to go through this as quickly as possible. I also have something to unbox. I'm going to make this really quick, though, because there's really not much to it. All right, you go uh, first, then. 
I got this. It's the Game Boy Cart Reader. Game Boy Cart. Oh, is that for you hook it up to your computer and you can read Game Boy carts? Yes. So, uh, I did I unbox the Wi-Fi printer on here? Yes. Yeah. So that's something that you plug into the Game Boy and it acts as a Game Boy printer. But instead mm-hmm. of printing Game Boy stuff, it prints it to your computer as a bitmap file. Yeah. Um, this is... It, you plug a Game Boy cartridge into it, uh-huh. and it just straight up rips the save file, and and it has a USB cable, oh. and you and it just plugs right into your computer. So, I got Pokemon right here. Mm-hmm. You plug this bad boy in somehow, like that, and then you plug it into your computer, and it just dumps the file. And you can also put the file into it. So, is it just the save file, or is it the ROM? You, can you take the ROM as well? I believe you can do the ROM also. Okay. So maybe I should get some some blank cartridges or just some cheap cartridges. Yeah. Um, so Game Changer Mod had a really cool thing. I don't know if you saw it in my video, but um, when they're displaying their Game Boys, mm-hmm. they have their logo on the Game Boy screens. And it's yeah. because they have a, car- a blank cartridge that just has their logo on it. Yeah. So we can get a blank cartridge and put the Wolf Den logo on it. That's cool. That would be really cool. Yeah. But I got this specifically for Game Boy camera pictures. Right. It'll make my life a lot easier to dump the save file and pull the bitmaps off of them that way. Yeah. Um, and I I was planning on making a video about ways to dump Game Boy camera pictures. Uh, but that'll have to wait until we have a couple bangers. Because... The- <laughs> Because the last few videos weren't bangers. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, that's my unboxing. Now it's your turn. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's start with this. We got some games from Super Rare Games. Oh, yes. That I probably should have taken out of the saran wrap that they're in. We've been... We've probably spent a long time. That's probably been sitting there for a long time. Yeah. Uh, There was like seven boxes, so yeah. Yeah, we should have gotten uh, a peel box. Uh, Graceful Explosion Machine and World of Goo for the Nintendo Switch. Graceful Explosion Machine. That was uh, I remember that. Uh, I've played like World of Goo on Wii. World of Goo was it, a launch title. <laughs> World of Goo was was a launch title for the WiiWare service. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a launch title on Switch also. Yeah. Um, this is a good game. It's fun. Um, ten out of ten. Wolf then. Of seal of approval. Graceful Explosion Machine was like one of the first games announced for the Switch, I think. Yeah. Or like one of the first one in the next wave after the uh, the launch. And yeah. it was like super cheap or whatever. Uh, it looks like it all, they also come with stickers and cards. That's awesome. Yeah. That is, that is neat. Uh, Thank you, next. Super Rare. Super Rare Games, yeah. Uh, next is... This is from Bagsmart. It is... Let me take it out of the packaging. Wildcat says, just bought World of Goo today. Nice. You're in for a treat. This is a Nintendo Switch case. Yay. That's it. Uh, I got my Switch over there. I'm sure it'll fit in here. Uh, I actually dislike this. It's kind of thin. I had a mental breakdown last night, and uh, I bought $140 or dollars worth of uh, pink... 
Nintendo Switch accessories and controllers and cases and stuff. Why? I had a mental breakdown, I told you. Alright, fair enough. <laughs> uh, I've been on action figure run, and I have I finally got the uh, pre-order for the spawn, Mortal Kombat oh. spawn, that's gonna, that's Target exclusive. Oh, Mortal Kombat? Back. Yeah. I thought you were gonna talk about the or the Kickstarter one that they remade. No, that's that's coming in November apparently. Mm. So, oh yeah, there you go. It's it's a regular size switch. Nice is, case. Is it regular size? Yeah. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There's proof. All right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, next. What's that? All right. These I have no idea what these are. This is from Shapeways. The this thing says it comes with a. Joy-Con grip case and Switch Pro controller case. Two different versions of them. Oh, oh, yes. I know these people. Okay. I like the, uh, they emailed me. Okay. So I have a case for my Pro controller. Okay. Because if you're going to travel with a controller and you're just going to throw it in your bag, it's not good for the, uh, for the buttons. Right. Uh, so I got this stupid case. Uh, and I just bought this on Amazon. It's literally a case that just fits the Pro Controller. Uh-huh. Uh, this is actually the knockoff. That's how much I care about it. This is the knockoff Pro Controller, but, it, you know. Right. Uh, yeah, and I like this. I like having a, a case for my controllers. Um, but the case makes it big and bulky. That is, like, the most minimal case you can get for a controller. Yeah. I don't have a Pro Controller, but they also come with Joy-Con grip cases so let me just put it in my joy-con grip can't believe you don't have a pro controller you should take my knock off i primarily play in here i have this power a one but you know i primarily play in portable modes. why do i need it all right i think you still have all of my uh pro controller alternatives i have a bunch of them yeah uh show, show the world here I'm trying to get it on. Get it on, baby. So it leaves a little exposed. Yeah. And it doesn't... Unless that I put it in wrong. I will never use that. I put I... it in wrong. There you go. It's like that. I had it on upside down. Oh, yeah. Because it covers the shoulder buttons. So two versions... Because who cares about the grip? Like, let yeah. the grip get scuffed. So there's two versions. There's this one, which is solid. And then there's this one... Which isn't. That's what I like. I like that. Yeah. Because the only reason I have it, the only reason I would have something like that is just to make sure the buttons aren't getting pressed. Right. Because not yeah, only is it just bad for the buttons, but also it's bad for the battery life of the controller. Because yeah. if it's constantly getting knocked against stuff in your backpack, it'll stay on. Like, so you know. th this will do that. Both of them will do that. Um, the Pro Controller also has a... Uh, version where it's like solid or yeah wait, show that's the one that i i want to that's the only one i care about <laughs> i'm never using the joy con one got a lot of thoughts cleaned up in this room all right there you go i like that yeah. uh, well what's the name of the company because i gotta pull up a picture uh shapeways because i like the way I like the way it looks on the controller. Oh, look at it. So it fits my Power Ray controller, kind of. Oh, wow. There you go. Put the put the other one on it. 
The other one is the cool one. There you go. Oh, it even has so you can see the the light on the bottom. That's freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Uh, the power shield and the light shield. The light shield has the holes, and the power shield uh, doesn't. Right? Yeah, the light shield has the holes, and the power shield doesn't. There you go. Cool. All right. I cannot find it at all on their website. <laughs> uh, what's next? Hold on. Now they're all back there, so I gotta just do this. All right. Uh... This thing, it is from Nyko, and it is a bottle opener. <laughs> no. Wait, make sure there's no embargo. That it, there's nothing in here other than a bottle opener, a I guess a stand for the switch that fell out of the packaging. I'm, I'm worried about Nyko. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, wait, hold on. There, there is something here. Uh, all right. I'm not seeing anything that says embargo. It's just I'm marketing VP. I want to personally send. I enjoy it and think you will too. All right. I'm not seeing anything here. Is yes. it the Rock and Shock? It is the Rock and Shock. Yes. Okay. Uh, no, the Rock it? and Shock Rumble effect. Okay. Uh, we're excited to review. But we hope you enjoy the. I see nothing about an embargo. All right, here it is. Wow. Oh I God. I am very interested in this thing. I'm curious to see how this works. I don't have a Switch Lite, so I can't test it, but. Um, yeah, you just plug it into your headphone jack and it shakes. I'm going to test that. Okay. And then, yeah, it's a little stand. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I will rip that open. Uh, we talked about it last week, I think. Yeah. At the very end of the, of the, of the show. Yes. Um, so it, it's, it give it gives your switch light rumble, but only through audio cues. Yeah. So. I don't. I have no idea how that's how that's gonna work. My next video is a Satisfy sponsored one. Maybe I should do that because <laughs> it's a competing grip. Yeah. Uh, next one is from Hori. Okay, th let me check this one too. Yeah. I'm. I'm not pretty sure it's not. We have two new products that we think would be interest. Uh, FAQ. Uh, nope, uh, they just said your samples are being shipped. They didn't even tell me what it is or that they were sending it or right. anything. I've seen. Uh, wait, hold on. Both products have been released. Oh, okay. All right. Go for it. So, all right. So, one is a Fighting Commander uh, gamepad for the Switch. That looks a lot like their. Uh, oh, no, that was Power, I think, that made the. Uh, this one. I don't. Yeah, I feel like Hori has sent us something like this before. I think this was Power. Yeah, this is Power Ray. Okay, so this is Hori. So this and, is Hori's and, version of and it. And this has a cable that you plug in. 
Yeah. Uh, this is not... the Fighting Commander is the ultimate controller for 2D fighting games. It also works great on many other 2D software titles. This pad is a pure performer with the industry's best D-pad, six-button layout, large buttons, improved ergonomics, and high-quality construction. Features include an, an RL toggle switch that allows all buttons to be accessed by the right hand and more. Switch the D-pad to function as a D-pad, left analog stick, or the right analog stick. The 10-foot cable is long enough for most gaming environments, and the wire connection ensures quick and accurate response. Also compatible with PC through X input, officially licensed by Nintendo. How many shoulder buttons on that bad boy? Uh, uh, four. Four. Uh, four. Uh, four. So the difference is that this one, this Power A one, is modeled after the Sega Saturn, so it has like the Sega style D pad. Yeah. But this has a toggle that could have directional input, left stick, or right stick. Yeah. Same as this. I thought you said it was shoulder button toggle. There, there's an additional shoulder button top. Oh, that's cool. This does not have... Oh, no, no, this does. This does have that. This does? Okay. At the top, it has ZLZR, LNR, ZLZR, L and C. So this has um, LZL, and then it says RSB, LSB. Well, they said in that little list that you read off that you can map any button to the L and R buttons. It says, or, or the right hand, whatever the right hand is. Uh, what did, where did I see it? Features include an, an RL toggle switch to allow all buttons to be accessed by the right hand. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you so So I think that just means you could flip the L and R. Yeah, buttons. so left shoulder button and right shoulder button you can uh make it Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. Uh they also sent us a blue light screen filter for the switch. Yay. <laughs> now oh. well, here's the thing. I've been okay. playing the switch in bed. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where the magic happens. Um, the the thing is, like, when you play at night, my phone has you know a night mode where it kills the blue light. My iPad has it. That's true. Uh, my Switch does not, and it's very noticeable. Even when you turn the brightness all the way down, I'm willing to give this a shot. Do it to see if it actually works. I don't like screen protectors. I'm 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 I'd rather my Switch just get messed up. <laughs> So I have nothing against screen protectors. I don't have one because I don't feel like I need one. But if this says it will block blue light or at least limit it, yeah, you know, I will because I I do nothing but stare at screens all day. Um, that's so, that sounds like if you're only playing your Switch in bed, then then yeah, you should just throw that. Not that on I'm there. only playing it in bed, but you know, limiting blue light is never a bad thing. So right, right. I'm willing to as long as it happen. doesn't affect the color the rest of the time. You know, right. All right, next. We got a lot of stuff here. We did, but I think we're winding down. This is uh, Auto Cart Coffee Syrup. Oh, okay. The Fonge Loop is that? Uh, I don't know. Who sent this to us? Does it not have anything in it? It doesn't. It's from Amazon. It just says Wolf Den, uh, our P.O. Box. So, no I must have notes. been talking about this on a live stream or something. Someone's like, I'm just going to send that to you. 
Is that Fred? That might have been Fred. It might have been Fred. What is it? Oh, it is it Fred. Is. It is Fred. He talked okay. about this. Uh, ingredients. High fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, coffee extract, caramel color, potassium sorbate. Directions. Mix two tablespoons with eight ounces of milk. Refrigerate after opening. Interesting. So it's literally just sugar. For your call. Oh, no. He did send this, and then he said, you'll find out. I still don't know what the hell it is. What is it? It sounds like it's just liquid sugar for your coffee. Then what, what the hell? Autocrat coffee syrup. Off official state drink coffee milk of Rhode Island. No, wait. What? Official no. state drunk coffee milk. of. Okay, so this is coffee milk. This is what he was talking about. Well, it says to mix with milk. This product is manufactured in the United States. I still don't know what it is. I think this is just simple syrup. You just, you mix this in with milk and then pour it in your coffee. That's it. I don't think you pour it in your coffee. That's the thing. I think that you mix that with milk and then that's it. And that's your drink. High coffee. Corn, high fructose corn syrup, corn syrup, coffee extract, caramel color, potassium he, sorbate. Those are the instructions. I got it. The ingredients. I, I got it here. Okay. Coffee milk is a drink made by mixing coffee syrup or coffee extract and milk together in a manner similar to chocolate milk. So you literally just mix that with milk. That sounds, that sounds terrible. That sounds absolutely horrible, but I will give it a shot. I will try it. Thank right. you, Fred, you freaking whack job. And last. Tapu says, why am I listening to these bozos talk about milk for 10 minutes? Why are you here? This is yeah. what you come here for, dude. Uh, this thing. I bought that already. <laughs> the Striker DC gamepad for the Sega Dreamcast from Retro Fighters. Uh, we actually unboxed it already, I think. Did we? I have it right here. Did, I, did we not unbox it? I don't remember, dude. We do right like here. we've done like 237 of these things. <laughs> Uh, so I guess you got one now, Will. Congratulations. Sweet. Now I need a Dreamcast. How did I get one before the P.O. Box got one? Uh, this must have been sitting in the P.O. Box. That's true. I, and this is why I, I brought the Dreamcast home last week, because I decided I was going to do like a, like an extra video. Yeah. Like an extra weekly video that was going to be just on the Dreamcast. But now I, know if I, I don't know if I want to do that. Uh, folks. I will do it. I just win the helmet. Yeah, I got a lot wait. going on here. Why does the analog? It's an FAQ. Why does the analog stick feel like it has light resistance? The analog stick uses high-end micro pent uh pentatomy yep. pentatomo meter. <laughs> Nailed it. Similar, similarly used in Switch or Android tablet devices. Uh, don't worry, not, there are no drift issues. It does we not use feel like it components has due to ergonomics, yeah. aesthetics, and functionality. When comparing side by side against the original analog stick, the Striker DC analog provides better control and sensitivity levels, uh, which is noticeable in games where accuracy is key. It feels really nice. Yeah, I don't it know what they feels mean by like, resist. Oh no, I feel it. Very little bit. Yeah, very subtle. It feels nice. Uh, the it feels like there's a. There's a click in the analog stick. 
all the buttons are like easily accessible. Uh, four, sh four sh uh, two shoulder buttons and then two triggers. The Dreamcast only had triggers, um, so that's cool though. But they're they're in two spots for modern modernization. Controller. Yeah, it is really cool. Yeah. I'm excited I, to try I, it. I sent a picture of this to my friends when I found out what it was because most of my friends have Dreamcasts. So cool. Yeah. Thanks, Retro Fighter. I'm pretty yeah. sure I paid for one, and then they ended up sending one too. I gotta get them to get the. Gotta get my friends to. I'll get, I'll get Brawler 64s. Oh, that's the only way I freaking play the N64 yeah. now. Alright. Or the uh, Hori one. Yeah. Not Hori. Hyperkin. Yeah. The Hori one is. Forget it. The Hori right. one is the one that everybody wants, that everybody yeah. models it after. Uh, that's it. Yay! Now we can do the Tweet of the Week. Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Here it is. Tweet of the Week. Yay! It's this video brings me joy. Uh, and it's just a cat walking in the rain with a little rain jacket on. And it says it has the Animal Crossing. It looks like the Animal Crossing title screen. Yeah. It's it's very nice. It's Feels very right. nice. All right. Now we talk to you people very briefly. Yeah. Uh, as always, reach us on Twitter using the hashtag Wolfden Live. If you want to comment on last week's Wolfden Live, this is the part of the show where we will finally answer you. And of course, if you're watching at home, please start leaving your comments. We'll get to them when we're done with everybody else. All right, Fred got lazy as S today. Oh, <laughs> he said, for Twitter, he just wrote, look on Twitter. Thanks, dude. I appreciate you. So hard to find good help these days. <laughs> uh, okay. Can I can I use the hashtag latest? Okay, we'll sort by latest. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's that, there's barely any. Uh, we got Q73 Power who says Paper Mario fans need to give up. <laughs> we are never getting uh, the thousand year door again. Paper uh, Mario color splashes writing was really funny. I really want the new Paper Mario because it looks just as good. The weak gameplay doesn't matter if it's really funny for me. Uh, well, I mean, a game should play well. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say it's a good game. Uh, I I understand. I mean, I don't. I I didn't play any of the freaking Paper Mario's that everybody loves. I played the first one when I was younger and don't remember anything about it. Yeah. Um. So I can't really relate, but it's a good game. That's all I got to say about it. I kind of want to play Super Mario RPG. That might be a Twitch thing. Is I've that never on, played that. That's not on Switch Online. No, and everybody's mad about it. Right, but it's on the Super Nintendo Classic. If I play that, I will buy the physical cartridge and actually stream it from a Super Nintendo because I'm a crazy oh, person. Uh, Luke Antone says, Hey, Bob, thoughts on Paper Mario Origami King? We already did that. It's good. Yeah. Uh, I... Might not play the whole thing though. It's not. I'm not that sucked into it. So it's good. <laughs> Kate McCat says, uh, "Hey, let's count our blessings. At least it wasn't just ten minutes of Bakugan." Talking about uh, the direct. Yeah, that's true. It was not ten minutes of Bakugan. Last week's Wolf Den Live, we got Bachi the Sunset, who says, I'm slow. I just noticed the GIF is Bob playing games and Dave reading comics. Wholesome. Wow. 
Damn. Who who could they possibly be talking about? Uh, who can hurt. is there another YouTuber named Dave? Is there another person that we've ever had on the show named Dave? <laughs> anyway, Inferno505 says, My favorite box art are the ones you can reverse. Then you can have cool artwork that doesn't have to contain all the fine detailed text. Horizon Zero Dawn has a good one, for example. So does Paper Mario. Yeah, a lot of games do that. Uh, I think Spider-Man on PS4 does that. You getting Paper copy. Mario now? Yeah, I don't know where the hell it is. All right. I lost it. Oh, well. I'm going to try and clean up a little bit. There's so much crap in this room. This might be my new uh, default Switch case. I've been using the Pokemon one for a while, but now that I'm an adult, I can use this one. <laughs> I seriously don't know where I put Paper Mario case. Oh, wow. Well, what's a shame. Where could it be? Where could it be? I don't know. Uh, it has a cool inside. It's like all the different origami characters. Um, Pins says, I didn't know what a livery was until I put a hentai livery on my Futo in GTA Online. I guess he means auto. I don't know. What's also, a- I forgot what a livery was. Yeah, we learned it last week. We did, and now I completely forgot it. No, a futo is Karen's gift to a core demographic that needs nothing more than a lightweight chassis, uh, rear-wheel drive, and dangerously poor traction. This is according to the GTA Wiki. So, a uh, special uniform worn by a servant or a servant or an official—that's what a livery is. Also, the pictures that come up are cars. Yeah, like souped-up cars. So, oh, uh, a futo is a car in GTA Online. So I guess they call the livery the uniform for the car. Yeah, the the sticker that you put on the car. Just call it a freaking vinyl, or what, what, yeah. what would we call it? Wrap. A wrap. Yes. Anyway, uh, Chris Doherty says I love these guys. Bob Valhalla is nothing like Assassin's Creed. Everyone else, Valhalla is Odyssey. <laughs> I didn't play Odyssey. Yeah. So there you go. Also, oh, we left this out of the story, the stories for this week. Ubisoft said that they didn't have a the female prote- they were going to make a female protagonist in Odyssey. Mm-hmm. But uh wait, there was a female protagonist in Odyssey. Yeah, but she wasn't like the focus. Okay. She was only like a, a very small part of it apparently. Well, no, I thought you could choose your gender in Odyssey. Could you? Yeah. Are you talking about thinking of origin? Well, what was the story that Ubisoft did? I don't know. Ubisoft, gender, uh, Assassin's Creed. I spelled that all wrong. I don't know, man. Ubisoft's got a lot of problems going on. They just fired like one of their top guys for sexual harassment, and Yves Gimo was just like, I don't know. <laughs> they straight up just said that uh they like it's, uh, gr- women don't sell games so they they left her out of maybe they just left her out of the marketing for for origins or odyssey i don't think she's on the box art 
Yeah. That is the thing, though, because, like, they had to fight to get Ellie, like, on the box art of The Last of Us. Not, and, like, in the foreground while Joel's in the background. Mm-hmm. Like, they had to fight for that. And I remember Ken Levine, when he was making Bioshock Infinite, he wanted to put What's Her Face on the cover. But uh, 2K Marketing is like, no, you got to put Booker on it. That's so stupid. Yeah. Well, Assassin's Creed Kendra. Mm-hmm. No, Cassandra. Yeah, it's from that's from Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah, no, yeah. you're 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 right. You can pick Odyssey. Uh, you can pick your gender. However, yeah. Cassandra was the lead. She was the one, but the exec said that women don't sell. Right. I mean, they must have some sort of data for this. I feel like, but then if that's the case, then you have things like Tomb Raider, and you have games like Bayonetta, and you have all these other games with female protagonists that sell well. The Last mm-hmm. of Us is the best-selling PlayStation 4 game. So, why... Oh, it's number four. It's the fastest-selling, for sure. It's the fastest-selling right. PS4 game. Right, but it's it's still, like, a, a big success. Yeah. You know, this is... it's It reminds me of when uh, Marvel was, like, they hadn't put out a, a movie with a female protagonist yet, and... Uh, Ike Perlmutter, the the crazy ass hermit CEO of Marvel uh, Entertainment, you know, sent a note saying that saying that uh, female protagonists don't sell movies. Here are my examples: Supergirl and Catwoman. <laughs> I think that uh, whatever data they have for video, for females protagonists not selling games, whatever data they have there is old data, and things are different now. We got Horizon yeah. Zero Dawn. We got the new Tomb Raiders. Uh, we got The Last of Us. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's not the same anymore. Yeah, no. Uh, anyway, now we're in the chat. Yes, we plowed through that. Mm-hmm. Oh, everybody's saying Elizabeth for uh, yes. the Bioshock person. Thank you, thank you, everyone. Great game. Everybody should play that game. Uh. Donovan says, doesn't Bob have a Wii U? I imagine it would look a fair bit better if he were to play Super Mario RPG on that through virtual console as opposed to the original hardware. It would look best if I just played the freaking ROM on a computer. Yeah. Or the Super Nintendo uh, Classic would look really good. That's 720p. Yeah. Um, but imagine original hardware going through a SCART cable, going through the Frame Meister. Now, yeah. come on, dude. Come on, there you man. go. I, come on, come on, man. Get on our level. I'm gonna play the uh, Super Mario Land games. I think on Twitch one of these days. God bless you. The Game oh. Boy games. Uh, yes, because I haven't I haven't beaten the Game Boy games. Get down yeah. from here, doggo. Uh, play with your bone. He knows. He knows. I should be stopping streaming now. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna play those the Game Boy games. I'm gonna play them through a Game Boy player on the Super Nintendo. There you go. Through the Frame Meister. Because I'm a nerd. It's gonna yeah. take a lot to set up, but I'm gonna do it. But it'll look great. <laughs> it'll look good to me. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important part. Uh, hyphen G. If the Xbox console don't go well for Xbox Game Studio, do you think Xbox Game Studio will go third party along with service? Wait, if what doesn't do well? If I'm guessing what he's saying is if the next generation of Xbox systems don't do very well 
will Microsoft just go third party? If they do really, really bad, then yeah. They'd have to do significantly bad. Yeah, they have to do really, really bad. Because yeah. Microsoft's stubborn, and also, they have a lot of money. Yeah. If, if, if the console fails miserably, Microsoft will be fine. If uh, Nintendo's console fails miserably, they might not be fine. <laughs> right. I feel, I feel as though, like, Microsoft is not shy of, like, you know, canceling things or, like, stopping services and True. stuff. As, you, as we've seen with Mixer. So it is possible for them to go third party. I don't see them doing that uh, for the next gen, though. I feel like they're committed to it. And regardless of how much the system actually sells, that they're, they're going to stick it out for the long haul. Because Xbox is a powerful brand. It's probably one of the top brands in Microsoft in total. So they will keep that going for as long as possible. You're not going to see them drop that. That'd be like no. if they dropped Microsoft Word. I think that, I mean, it's possible for the future to not have Microsoft in the big three console manufacturers. I think it's possible right. that, that that could be the future. I don't think it's a... I think that would be a distant future. Yeah. Because I, I could see Microsoft making Xbox their gaming brand and that's it. But uh, yeah, that sounds like a distant futures thing. Anyway... Uh, Uh, have you ever played quantum break says joshua wings if so what is your opinion on the game i have not i have it's very good it's it's very weird because they were trying to push that whole it's a tv show but it's also a video game type thing uh and it's it's so you play like a few hours worth of a really good really fun video game and then you have to watch like 30 minutes of a TV show, of a live action TV show. It fits in the story, but you just want to play the game because the TV show part doesn't even star the protagonist of the game. Stars a side character who eventually becomes, I think, the final boss of the game. Was, was it good? It was very good. That's made by who? Uh, Remedy. Okay. I want to play Control. I have. I have your copy of Control. Damn it. Well, I'm Do never going to play it. I'm never I don't know when I'm going to play it. I'm never going to play it. I got to beat The Last of Us. I got to play Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Um, I'm going to borrow those from you one day. Uh, CW says, uh, Bob, didn't you have something to unbox on as well? I did. You mentioned oh, Satisfy. Oh, no, no, no. My next video is going to have a Satisfy sponsor in it. I got. I mean, I have, I have this. I'm not gonna unbox it, but it'll be in my next video. Uh, it's they have their grips are now Animal Crossing styled. Ooh, and I think I have to try it. But uh, the for whatever reason, the Animal Crossing Nintendo Switch, the um, the paint is like thicker. So regular Satisfy grips don't really work well with it because because the paint's thicker. So um, this might. be be thicker specifically for the animal crossing switch hmm. so i'm interested to try that anyway i think we're done sweet thank you guys for hanging out
Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Also, if you want to watch just a little bit of Wolfden Live, or maybe you want to send a specific section of the show off to your buddies, then head on over and subscribe to Wolfden Clips, where our good friend Eric Henley takes this week's episode and cuts it down into bite-sized chunks for your viewing pleasure. Uh, also, go on over to twitch.tv slash Wolfden and just slap on that follow button and hit that little bell so you know when I go live because I don't have a schedule really, but I'll probably be on tomorrow on Twitch. Um, and then we can talk about the Xbox stuff. Uh, I don't know what the hell I'm going to play. I've been trying to play the Origami King. I don't know if I want to keep playing that. <laughs> um, but I also play Warzone. I play Smash Brothers. I play Super Mario Maker 2. Maybe I'll play some other freaking Mario games. Who knows? There you go. Thank you guys for being here. Here's my dog who's throwing a freaking bone all over the damn place. Uh, I'll see you guys later. And goodbye. Bye.